0: Episode 10. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Episode 10.
1: (laughs) Episode 10. Yeah, man. Episode
0: 10.
1: Okay, we're here with Kenny from the Oklahoma Tax Commission. Welcome to our podcast.
2: Thank you. It's good to be here.
1: So, Kenny, um,. Let's say I'm a uh, budding photographer and I'm, I've got a camera and I uh, decided I want to start making money. I want to start taking people's money and I'm in Oklahoma. Let's say I, I just start taking their money. Is that,
2: is that legal? Now there's things that you have to go through before you can start taking people's money as a photographer. Uh, you'd first want to register your business with the tax commission. Uh, if you want to be a sole proprietor, the tax commission is the only entity that you have to register with you would do that using our packet A, which is the business registration packet, um, and you would use that to also get your sales tax permit. If you chose to be a corporation or an LLC, you would first have to get a federal ID number with the IRS, then you would go to the Oklahoma Secretary of State, and last you would end up with at the tax commission to register your business with us and get your sales tax permit as well.
0: Okay, you know what? i got a good question for you, Kenny, while we're talking about that. Um well, let's say that in between of doing all this stuff, I'm actually collecting money. Can I legally do that?
2: Yes, you can uh, collect say, and remit sales tax on a casual basis is what it's called. You would fill out our sales tax form, which is the Form 13-23 uh, on the Oklahoma Tax Commission website. And uh, you can still collect and report your sales tax using that form, and you would do that monthly.
0: Okay, so that's a casual way. So let's just say I'm a photographer and, you know, just... I really didn't mean to do this, but someone asked me if you a wedding, and, you know, I, I decided, oh, yeah, I'll just charge it $500, and then, oh, my God, I got you. I'll charge sales tax. So that's just a casual thing. Is there any limits to that?
2: Well, um, that's an excellent question. Where you would want to get a sales tax permit is if you're collecting and remitting sales tax uh, on a monthly basis or almost monthly basis. If you're just doing a, a, a photo shoot here and there every couple months, uh, you, you that's when you would file on a casual
0: basis. Okay, good. Well, that's a really good thing to know. Yeah. So basically the way I do photography, I can just go to casual and I have a sales tax. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Absolutely. Yeah,
2: you're not required to have a sales tax permit. You're just required to collect and send us the sales tax.
0: Oh, you know what? That's really good. we got to make sure we have all this stuff on the uh, links. Yeah. So, so you're not required to have a sales tax
2: permit. Only if you're uh, collecting sales tax on a on less-than-monthly basis. Or,
1: or only if you're making making money, taking money from people on a regular basis. That's correct. It, you need to charge. Right. Now, sales tax, you have to charge on a sitting fee. Set, a sit, if you charge a sitting fee... Yeah, then you for
0: photographers, sell. what do we charge right. taxes on? Do we charge it on everything, just certain things? What do we charge it on?
2: A lot of people think that photography is a service and so um, they think that you don't need to charge sales tax on photography when actually every part of photography is taxable in Oklahoma. The uh, sitting fee, you have to collect sales tax for the sitting fee and you also have to collect sales tax when you uh, print and send your customer their photos. Uh, An interesting thing is if you take the pictures in Guthrie you have to collect sales tax for the sitting fee in Guthrie, but if you turn around and send the pictures to Tulsa you'd have to collect sales tax on the pictures for Tulsa.
0: Wow, okay, hang on. you got to slow down because that confused me already. So if I take the photos in one place and deliver images like in a print format someplace else, even though I'm only collecting something from the customer one time, I'm going to have like two different areas to pay sales tax?
2: That's correct. The customer is going to see on their invoice two different sales tax amounts. Um, you'll just have to explain to the customer that one sales tax is for the sitting fee in one city, and the second sales tax is for the pictures that uh, that were shipped to a second city.
0: Wow. That Now, why is that? Is that just because there's different taxes? Because a tax sales rate. tax is sales tax, different right?
2: Different tax rates.
0: Oh, there's different tax rates in, like what, like a city? or yeah,
2: a... that's right. There's different tax rates in cities as well as in counties. Now, the, the website, uh, Oklahoma Tax Commission, has a uh,
1: there's an area on there you can go and see all the different rates for that quarter, correct?
2: That's correct. Yeah. You would go to www.tax.ok.gov. Uh, on the homepage, there's a uh, section that says uh, most uh, top links or something to that extent, and you would click on the link that says sales tax, use tax, and lodging tax chart. And it would have it broken down by quarter as to what the sales tax is for each city. Okay, now yeah. let me
1: add this. If you have an iPhone and possibly an uh, a Android phone, you can download an app called uh, Sales Tax Lookup and Money Finder or something like that, and you just put in your state, county, city, and then you put in the amount that you're charging for your sitting fee and the tax rate, and it will... Okay, wait a minute. Are you talking about a free app? I don't know if it's free. I, I had it a while. I don't remember if I paid for it or not. Okay, well, I'm going to look it up. What is it now? It's called Sales Tax Lookup, and uh, it will tell you the sales tax and the total. Sales so. Tax Lookup. I'm, I'm thinking that's not going to be
0: sponsored by the Oklahoma Tax Commission no. by any way, is it? No. That's correct.
2: An iPod app like that is an excellent idea. However, I would still check the tax rates with the Oklahoma Tax Commission. Right. That's an
1: uh, awesome idea we have to do. Okay, so basically... Um, there's another app, let me tell you. Sales okay. Sales Tax Calculator. You put in your amount that you're charging and then the tax rate and it'll tell you the tax amount that way as well. And okay, can, what was the first one so I can look it up? T- sales Tax Look Up. Sales Tax Look Up. Okay,
0: you know, well this sounds like a lot of good information and I know that I've talked to some photographers... Where their CPAs have told them they don't have to charge taxes unless they're just given prints. So, That's, are CPAs just
2: not aware of this? Or, I mean, how? Uh, some CPAs may not be aware of this. In that case, the CPA would be incorrect. You sought to charge sales tax on the uh, prints as well as your sitting fee.
1: Now, I have a, uh, a Zenfolio website. I sell I sell prints through them, and I set my tax rate on that website, and I have it set a certain way. I can't remember what I have it set at, but I have it set that way. Uh, When somebody buys something, and they're they're buying it from, you know, Arizona or whatever, they're not going to be charged my sales tax rate because they're in Arizona. That's correct. Sales
2: tax is charged at the point of destination. So if you have a customer that you take the pictures in Oklahoma and you send the pictures to them in Arizona, uh, you need to check with Arizona's local laws to see what the sales tax uh, regulations are for sending photos to them. Wow. Well,
1: on Zenfolio, there's only one spot for that. Uh, There's only, you just put it in it. And what I've had happen in the past is when they get, when they buy the prints, they're not charged a sales tax. That's up to the customer, I guess, to pay their
2: sales. I don't, I don't know. Understand. That
0: would probably be like a use tax for them because aren't right. we required to do a use tax yes. if we buy something kind out of state?
2: Yes. yes there, there's two different uh, kinds of ways you can calculate sales tax if your customer lives out of state. Uh, the first way is you can check with that state to see their uh, sales tax laws and collect sales tax for the customer. Um, the second way you could do that is to send the customer their pictures and put the responsibility on them to pay their sales tax, uh, which in that case would be called a use tax. Oh,
0: okay. Okay, go. so you know this is this gives up a really good question, and uh, I'm sorry if we're bouncing around on this. There's a class they can take for all of this, isn't there? Online? Yeah. It's or is free. it? No,
1: it's a uh, it's a yeah, different the Op- areas.
2: The Oklahoma Tax Commission has free classes you can take, uh, and if they are there are classes around the state. Um, You can call us to sign up for those classes. The class times and locations are listed on our website. Um, You can also email us to set up a class time, but you do want to register beforehand so we have an idea of how many people to expect.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And that's online. They can go get get that. So we can put that in the show notes. Right. Okay, so here's my question. As a wedding photographer, I am routinely...
2: Going to Hawaii? (laughs)
0: okay let's use going to Hawaii although I was thinking about Laredo Texas but anyway let's just say I get to go to destination weddings now when I've been to um, other states uh, I have charged sales tax if my customers are in Oklahoma I've had customers in Oklahoma that met with me here that live in Oklahoma but because of one side of the family lives in another state they've traveled to another state for a wedding. So I've charged them Oklahoma sales tax because basically, to me, everything took place here. They paid me. I did all the edits. I delivered the images here in Oklahoma. Should I have been
2: looking at sales tax in this other state as well? Yes, you should have been looking at sales tax in uh, Hawaii or Laredo, Texas. Yeah, the Hawaii. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, uh, the reason being is because if you're shipping the pictures to the person in Oklahoma, then you would charge sales tax on the pictures only. But if you're taking uh, the, the photos pictures in in another state, you need to check with that other state to uh, see their sales tax. Okay, also. but let me ask you this.
0: This is what? now getting confusing, isn't it? Yeah.
1: So what <laughs> is <the pricing? laughs> me, personally, I no longer charge a sitting fee or a session fee. I have a minimum purchase fee. Like,
2: well, then that should probably make it a lot easier then. We just have to worry about... That where would, the prints are going to be. That would make it easier. All you have to do is worry about the prints. You don't right. have to worry about that. Does that? Because that,
1: fee. that becomes their their fee becomes a coupon on the website, and they use that. Everything, all that goes towards whatever they purchase from my website, be it prints or whatever, mouse pads or you know whatever they purchase. Right,
0: because you and I are so good at photography. We no longer charge a creative fee because we know our customers will be happy. <laughs>
2: that's right. <laughs> okay,
0: that's what I'm going to go with, right? <laughs> now, I didn't call it a creative fee. You did. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Okay, was, well, that sounds pretty good. I like that. Okay, so what else can we touch bases that these photographers I don't think, know? What,
1: Kenny's thing. mouth is moving at, currently, so
2: he probably has some more info for us.
0: Okay, Kenny, give it to us.
2: <laughs> Another thing to mention is if you're buying photography, um, photography equipment, Uh, You would still pay sales tax on your equipment that you're purchasing. If you are, as a company, are using merchandise, you can't buy that merchandise tax exempt. Um, If you're purchasing items from Amazon, Amazon doesn't charge sales tax, so you also would be responsible for paying sales tax on on items you purchase. Use tax? Use tax, that's right. Okay, not sales tax. To clarify, sales tax and use tax are the same thing, but sales tax is when transactions happen solely in Oklahoma Use tax is when you... Uh, it's basically sales tax for transactions that have to do with out-of-state. Okay, so let, now what were you saying? You, you
1: What was it? What he said? So
0: basically, it? basically, if we buy something from Amazon...
1: Right, I understand that right. part of it, but he said something earlier. We both looked at each other. When he said, you said... I mean, can we rewind? I no. On. No, you can't uh, rewind. i just wiggle <laughs> it out. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. so
0: basically, it's the difference between use tax and sales tax. Sales tax... I is inside the, the borders of Oklahoma when a transaction happens. That's I give right. you something and you give me money. I charge you sales tax. That's
2: right. The buying and the selling both happen in Oklahoma. Use taxes when you uh, is when the buyers in Oklahoma and the sellers out of state, or the or the sellers in Oklahoma and the buyers out of state. Those both would be considered use tax. Okay. The only time you need to pay use tax is if you're bringing it into Oklahoma. Uh, Itself, yeah. So you said something
1: earlier, though. You said we don't have to pay. Well, what it something. was, I think
0: it was talking about is okay. So, as a business, Jim Felder photography, design and photography, Trey Kimmages photography, if I buy equipment right, that I'm going to use in my business, I pay sales tax on that.
2: That's correct. You pay sales tax on equipment that you use in business. But what so,
0: if I buy something that's a consumable? that's going to be sent to my customers. Let's say I buy a box. Mm-hmm. Let's say a, a pretty box. A gift box. A that's gift thing. box, right. and I'm going to put the print in that I'm not really charging the customer for that's a consumable for me to make my stuff. Can I ask
2: the person not to charge me sales tax? That's correct. Uh, if you if you purchase items specifically for resale, you can present your tax-exempt permit uh, to whoever you're making your purchase from, and they can't charge you sales tax on that item.
0: Now is that a special form I have to fill out? Because I'm looking at getting flowers for my wife, and I could like (laughs) do this tax free pretty easily. There's probably a form I got to fill out, right? I just can't randomly go and do
2: this. Well, it's based on an honor system, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, honey, flowers are coming soon.
0: Okay, now,
2: now making tax-exempt purchases with your sales tax permit is based on an honor system. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, you heard it here first. Yeah. We're not going to divulge
0: his last name just in case the Secretary of State decide to come hunting down.
2: Okay,
1: now, I uh, apologize for all the peaking of the volume, but anyway, let's proceed. That would be Robert because he's boisterous. All the laughter is going, (laughs) he's probably doing, yeah, okay. So, Kenny, what else you got going?
2: Uh, Let's go back to actually registering for the sales tax permit. Yes. Um, When you walk into the tax commission, you'll fill out what's called a packet A, or you could go online and fill out the packet A beforehand. Um, You would bring it up to one of our windows, and, and there's a fee of $20 for your sales tax permit. Um, that will allow you to collect and remit sales tax. It will also allow you to make tax exempt purchases for resale items
0: on the on the honor system. On the honor system. So I got to pay That's twenty dollars right. <laughs> so I can save tax on the honor system. That's right. Okay, just double checking. Does <laughs> that one time fee? Yes. Uh,
2: that twenty dollar fee is good for three years. Your sales tax permits are good for three years. Then you have to renew with, with another twenty dollars.
0: What if you're What if you're incorporated? Same
2: thing. If you're incorporated, same thing.
0: Honey, I mean, we need to check our sales tax permit, yeah. make yeah. sure it's not expired. <laughs> <laughs> now,
2: if you have a sales tax permit, um, there's two different ways you could file. Most people are required to file monthly. Um, even if you don't make any sales during a month, you still have to file a zero report just saying that you made no sales.
0: Yes, I, I,
1: I know that
2: personally. Yes, too. Exactly. <laughs> but
1: what I had t- talked to Kenny about is I thought you just you actually had to put in something like one penny to file that report, but he said you can do a zero. Oh, you can do zero, yeah. If
0: yeah. you got no income, you're you're golden.
2: Yeah. That's correct. A lot of people will think you have to put a penny because when they go, if you choose to file and pay your sales tax online, the, the payment screen won't let you go without putting at least a penny in there. However, online does have an option to file without submitting a payment, and that's where you would file a zero report.
0: Yeah. Yeah did not That's, know that. So you save my, yourself
2: a penny a month.
0: Well, my, <laughs> well, okay, you know what? I know we're at 16 minutes. It's going to be a long podcast. But let's, you know, because we're basically paying $20 to be an agent of the state to collect sales taxes that we don't get to keep, that we're going to send to Oklahoma.
2: That's correct.
0: So basically we're a tax man. You're yeah. a tax man. Right?
1: Tax that takes pictures. But, you know, and, uh, there
0: are uh, some benefits of this, that we are getting to be legal. We are helping our, our industry out in our state because our state gets, you know, for their resources. That has to come from taxes, right?
2: And you won't get audited. And you won't get audited. Yeah. Won't get audited.
0: <laughs> but am I correct in understanding that if we pay these on time electronically... We get a little bit of a break, maybe a couple of percentages points.
2: That's right. If you file and pay your sales tax on time, whether online or in, or by mail, you get a one percent discount on that sales tax. You can save another penny a month. Okay. Oh, so <laughs> another
0: one percent. So that means I get to charge them eight and seven ninths, or seven, yeah. and I get to keep eight percent.
2: Exactly. Hey, okay, on a couple so of grand,
0: that could be some money.
1: It's the go. first the first of the month. You have to do this right, but you have until
2: the fifteenth.
1: No, 20th, the twentieth. 20th. 20th. Until the twentieth. Yeah. The twentieth. If you're after the 20, 20th, you get you charge. You're charged interest, correct?
2: That's correct. So all of your, if you had all your uh, photos taken in June, you would have to file them by July twentieth. All pictures taken in July have to be filed by August twentieth, and so on. Um, however, if you're late, if you're past that twentieth due date, uh-huh. you'll be charged a penalty of ten percent of your tax. Uh, that you owe, and you'll also be charged 1.25% interest per month of the tax that you owe.
0: Yeah, that's that's correct. I... <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> yes, that's correct.
2: I know that for sure. <laughs> and if you get audited, they're going to charge you penalty and interest going all the way back to the time period that they say you made those sales. Wow! So if you made sales three years ago that you didn't report, you're going to be charged interest 1.25 percent per month for those whole three years,
0: on the 10 percent of what you should have paid plus what you owe. If anybody, <laughs>
1: besides, if anybody besides Kenny is listening, that's from the Tax Commission. I I really don't want to get audited. Please. In fact, I have just legally changed my name to
0: Chad Lunsford. Lunsford. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I work at 616 Studio. (laughs) Well, that sounds like some great information, Kenny. Is there anything else you want to fill us in before we wrap this baby up?
2: Uh, One more thing I should mention is if you fill out your packet A to register for a sales tax permit, if you mail it in or if you do do your packet A online, it could take six to eight weeks to get your permit. You will still need to collect and pay sales tax uh, on a casual basis if you don't yet have your permit. Um, If you come into the tax commission in person, we can get your sales tax permit to you the same day.
0: Oh, that's Um. awesome. So let's say the people go and take this class, right, that's free, that's going to help them. It's going to help them learn how to do all these forms and when they, actually for a photographer, you just need to do it all the time. But when they take the class, after the class, like the very next day, they can come to the... Can come with the packet A. No, they actually
1: need it before they come to the class,
2: right? Well, you don't need your um, packet A filled out before you come to the class. The class will teach you um, how to fill out your packet A, how to collect okay. your sales tax. Oh, great! Um, what uh, the difference between sales and use tax? Which we explain that on on the show here, right? Um,
0: he called it a show. Yeah. <laughs> we are like, awesome! <laughs> 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 the,
2: uh, Uh, But the packet A, you can fill out any time. Bring it up to us, um, and and we can get that sales tax permit for you if you're collecting, uh, if you're making... Sales on a monthly basis.
0: That sounds pretty awesome. Which we all hope we do. Yes. Although sometimes the you know wintertime months are kind of slow. Exactly. You have the lazy
2: photographers like myself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yes, Kenny yes. is also a budding photographer. We'll put his link to Facebook.
1: And you know what else? <laughs> Not to mention, he is a Nikon user. That's
2: right.
1: Three Nikon guys here.
2: Yes. yes. Plus
1: Chad. Yes. Yeah. We're in Nikon headquarters. Oh,
2: the lenses are better than Canon or Sony by far. Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: like canon, too. We, we like you, Yes, you know. it's okay. Canon is not a dirty word. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for another long show today, and that's going to be awesome, don't you think? Yes, okay.
1: for, th- for this section. Yes. For this
0: section. Well, it's 21 minutes, so we're yeah. going to do like some laughters later on tomorrow yeah. and wrap mm-hmm. this baby up and be done.
1: Yes. Well, wow, thank you for having me.
0: Well, thank you. We really Great. enjoyed We're, it. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot. For, and uh, uh, we will put time time his. Uh, your, you, you, yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Taking out time of your day to come and uh, chat with us and let, let some other photographers know that they need to be legal.
2: Oh, that's not a problem. I enjoyed it.
1: Okay, thank you so much. We appreciate it, and we will see you soon. Okay, everyone down there on the ground, listen up. This is an emergency. Broadcast. You should stop and listen. This is the photo fact. So don't move, stop, and listen.
0: Yes, and now for the photo facts tip of the episode. Uh, this is going to be a very short one because we already had a long interview. But I wanted to reach out to some of the questions that we're having on why does the picture look a certain way on the back of my screen, and when I get home in Lightroom, it doesn't, or Photoshop, or Aperture. Well, what happens is when you photograph in RAW, and all cameras do, by the way, it's just that they may save it as a JPEG later, when you have the camera set to JPEG settings to save as a JPEG, there are certain settings inside the camera menu that you're processing that file in the camera and then saving it to the card. That's the way you pull it out, and it looks pretty much the way you saw it on the back of the screen. But when you shoot raw, that's basically the raw, untouched, unprocessed data that's being saved to the card. Well, the camera can't show you that on the back of the screen uh, because it's unprocessed. So it doesn't know what it's supposed to look like. So the back of the screen will always show you a preview of what your JPEG settings look like, even though the camera is set to RAW and all the RAW data is being saved to the card. So when you bring it into your computer in your RAW converter, be it Lightroom, Photoshop, Aperture, whatever program you might use, sometimes it may initially look really good like the jpeg settings of the camera then once the computer zeros all of your values it looks flat muddy with no color and a lot of times doesn't even look sharp that's because those settings you're going to process it later in the computer so that one second it may look pretty good then it goes flat that's because you shot in raw and the computer is zeroing out all of your settings now, the really, really awesome tip I wanted to share is if you set your camera to shoot in RAW, but go in and set your JPEG settings to black and white, the back of the screen will show you black and white, but you're saving all the color data, all the RAW unprocessed data, to your card. That way, you don't really have to be concerned with your white balance at the moment or even being confused with different color class ca- cast that may be in the scene, you can concentrate on the light and the tone of the photograph and the contrast more than anything else. And sometimes I do that because I really, really love black and white a lot. I think sometimes the color may overwhelm us as humans, and uh, we you know sometimes use that as a crutch in our communicating where if you remove the color from the image can it still stand on its own for content so hopefully that was a really good tip for you today and oh my god it's basically three minutes so back to you jim over at studio a for photo facts podcast this is robert on location talk to you soon
1: um uh, <clears throat> uh, there is no one here at this time uh, jim has already left studio a thank you robert for a great tip, <clears throat> yeah.